0: Hi everyone, welcome to Childcare Inspirations, inspiring early childhood educators and providers through laughter, learning and connection. Thanks for tuning in for our Child Care Inspirations podcast. I'm Tina Gears, CEO of Inspired Minds, ECC Consulting, a protector of play, a passionate accidental educator, and your podcast host. Ta-da! I am here today with Kim Chung from Centre for Family Literacy and Elizabeth Robinson from ABC Life Literacy Canada, and we are going to chat about the importance of early literacy. So, thank you so much, Kim and Elizabeth, for joining me today. How's it going? Great. Yeah, doing fantastic great well let me tell everyone a little bit about our guest today that kim is the co-executive director at the center for family literacy she has over 25 years of experience in developing and delivering programs to people of all ages from littles to the older ones or what i like to say the more mature ones Uh, she has been with the center since 2003 and is passionate about family literacy and the center's holistic approach to literacy learning she works with an incredible Incredible dedicated team that excels at supporting and building capacity in families, communities, and professionals in a way that identifies and builds on individual strengths. Sounds like you're all about connection. I love it. She has personally observed the amazing outcomes of family literacy as people are empowered to reach their goals. I love it. I absolutely love that introduction, Kim. That is inspiring within itself, I gotta say.
1: <laughs> That's great. I hope so. It's, it's amazing. Like, work. Yeah, gold star. I love the work Did we it. do. <laughs>
0: And let's learn a little bit about Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is the director of programs at ABC Life Literacy Canada. She works with a remarkable team of educators, programmers, and communicators to develop and share literacy programs with communities across Canada. She's our national girl. She is proud of the impact ABC and the sector has had in supporting Canadians to develop new skills and increase confidence in managing their money ooh la la see that I did not know this we might have to have a side conversation here (laughs) Elizabeth has worked in adult education for over 15 years with prior experience as a university faculty member and legal information technology project coordinator before joining ABC you sound like an individual who wears many hats
2: that feels right yes I'm I'm (laughs) all over the map in terms of things that come to sort of education and learning and helping people understand the world around them. That's what I'm really passionate about.
0: It's an, I think this is an amazing journey. We, the three of us are on is just empowering and inspiring other adults and building that connection. That's one of my main values with Inspired Minds is building that sense of community and connection. So I love chatting with other Uh, passionate people who share this passion of mine. So this is fantastic. I find growing up, literacy was a big part. I mean, I wanted to be a writer. I read stories all the time. I remember my family reading stories to me every night. I am huge on stories and reading, whether it's reading a book or sharing stories in your community through oral storytelling. So literacy has been a very strong foundation in my life growing up. And as an adult, even now, I have a book club and for early childhood educators. And I really encourage families and educators to work together to build that love of language and literacy. This is what I'm big on. So connecting with the both of you is an amazing experience. I'm so excited to hear what you're going to share with us and how we can really, you know, bring the woohoo and the and the go for literacy because I think it's very much underappreciated of the impact that it can have for all ages and all stages of development. So Elizabeth, do you want to start with telling us a little bit about your organization and where your passion came from?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so ABC is interested in working with uh, groups, communities, organizations, libraries across the country. If you are excited about sharing learning and literacy with others, we want to help. Um, so we connect with a lot of people, um, provide free resources, materials, help with promotion and advocacy, advocacy for the sector. Um, we're really just uh, here to provide support, guidance, resources and materials um, for organizations uh, across the country who are helping to forward literacy, reading, numeracy, um, all of these really important topics. Um, so one of the ways that we do that, thinking about families in particular, is that we have a program called uh, HSBC Family Literacy First. Um, through that, we provide all kinds of um, sort of resources, stories, and activities that are really about getting um, families to come together and to participate in educational activities through reading a story, through learning some new words, through putting together some craft projects, maybe doing some math exercises, um, just a whole host of things that are really good ways to sort of learn together. I know a lot of people want to uh, engage in more educational activities together as a family, and it can feel a little overwhelming that somehow you have to come up with your own idea, your own story, your own activity, and we want to make it a simple and easy for people as possible. So here's a sort of ready, set, go way to get started on learning if you're a little bit daunted at the idea of starting that by yourself.
0: I feel that because I think a lot of families are like, oh, am I doing it right? Am I doing enough? And I find if they have those resources, especially when they're easily accessible and available to a range of socioeconomic uh, diverse families, That it really says, hey, guess what? You're on the right path. And we have the things that will help you feel empowered and help you feel confident in sharing that love with your children. That it's not something that, you know, you have to sit down and be really, really formal and serious. That we can do this through a really playful approach. And that families are probably doing a lot more than they originally thought. And it sounds like you're just there to give them that little boost, that give them that extra encouragement and say, hey, this is what else. Have you thought of this? No, I think that's a a great way of putting it because confidence
2: really is at the heart of all of the work that we do and one of the things we want to emphasize is like if you're if you're doing learning together with the, with your family there are lots and lots of great ways to do it there are lots of ways to do it right so if you're taking time if you're reading aloud to your children if you're having them read aloud to you You know, if you're watching videos together and, you know, learning a new recipe or, you know, learning a dance from TikTok together and participating in it, you know, all of those are great ways to engage in learning together as a family. So don't feel too hard on yourself. Don't don't make it a high pressure situation. It doesn't need to be.
0: The increase of TikTok over the last two years, <laughs> I mean, but use it, use it as a tool, right? Yes, we go into the zombie TikTok phase where we just spend, I don't know, sometimes hours I've heard. I'm not a big TikToker, but I've heard people spend like hours, they go through the TikTok rabbit hole. So let's engage with this. Let's have fun with this and let's use it as a connection ritual and a connection routine to really support the the literacy in everyday experiences. I remember going on road trips and doing the sign, the road trip sign identification, and you're looking for the different words and letters. And would that be one of those activities that you're discussing and resources that you're discussing, Elizabeth?
2: Yeah, I mean, that sounds like an amazing way to sort of take something that might be a chore or boring, you know, being trapped in the car for three or four hours while you're running errands or getting groceries, um, if you can find a way to make that moment a little f- more fun, a little lighter, and to build some learning in by talking about letters, you know, there's all kinds of word association games you can play to help with things like spelling and memorization. Um, absolutely. And an added bonus perhaps of avoiding some of the, those sibling car fights that I'm sure all of us have experienced at various stages yeah. in our
0: life. <laughs> absolutely. And I was even thinking like you can bring in the maths into that and even any, any kind of category, Right right? Making sounds of the animals, seeing the different shapes and colors and numbers and taking tally charts and making estimates. And there's so much you can do that I find that we just want to let families know that this is a big part of your connection with your children. And we there are resources out there and communities and organizations to support you on this. If you feel stumped or if you're struggling, because many of us are overwhelmed. And so sometimes just having that little hey, we're here for you is really comforting and really supportive. So how about you, Kim? Huh? Let's let's bring you into the mix here. What's
1: your passion? And what about your organization? Um,
0: I know a my, little bit about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um, my passion is just the work that we do and the outcomes we see with our families and adults. And um, we started as a volunteer adult tutor program in, the, in 1980, so we've been around for over 40 years. And what we discovered was that um, adult literacy learners, we were missing a huge, uh, pop, huge group of them. And uh, what we found was family literacy, and we introduced family literacy, and it helped bring people in who maybe wouldn't have attended a traditional adult learning program, um, because we do anything for our kids' success. We want them to succeed. We don't want them to have necessarily the experiences we did maybe in learning, because um, a lot of the families we work with, they had horrible experiences in the education system or just having a disability that they didn't know about, things like that. And so family literacy is a really safe way for them to enter learning, to support their children's learning but also work on their own um, learning as well through that process. So the way we approach it is this really holistic approach of involving the whole family, however you define family, it could be parents and kids, it could be grandmas, grandpas, it could be adults um, on their own. And so really connecting with the family and building those relationships and helping that learning together um, to support um, the children's literacy development and the adults literacy development and it just incorporates so many different things. We talk about family literacy on an intellectual level. So the actual learning that's happening in the programming, um, but then also on the emotional level. So making connections, these connections between family members, so parents and their kids, um, providing all those opportunities in class around a really positive learning experience, um, which they may not have experienced in their own lives. And so showing them that they can have that even if they don't think they can. And it comes back to the confidence piece that you guys were already talking about. Um, If our families have had bad experiences in their own education, they don't necessarily even believe that they can help their kids or support their kids. Um, So going back to identifying what they're already doing and helping them build on that and giving them that confidence and helping them develop that confidence to really support their children's learning. And then the last piece of family literacy that's really important is that social aspect. So creating social connections um, with their own peers and those support networks within their own communities. So they have people that they can go to and talk about things and learn together and go to the same um, learning opportunity together and just have that support um, for themselves. And so with family literacy, we have programs that are Early intervention because we're helping the kids develop their literacy. Our programs support that develop those developmental pieces, but also that intervention piece where the adults are also learning, learning to support their children, learning that they can do it, um, and that's so important. And also recognizing that um, adults have experience that they bring with them. Adults are uh, motivated to do things because it means something it's relevant to their lives and so if we don't think about those things they're not going to come and um, making sure that we're helping them with reach their goals is really really important in those aspects so I I ramble and I'm so passionate about what we do because I've seen such amazing outcomes and Um, Sometimes people just don't know what they don't know. They may never have had those experiences themselves growing up, like reading a book to their baby, knowing that their baby needs to hear their voice as soon as they're born. They need to hear the language spoken or see language if you're using sign language. Um, They they need those experiences to develop language and develop literacy themselves. And some people just don't know that. And so sometimes it's just bringing that knowledge forward and then people get on board. And it's funny because I think of stories from our programs where um, I had one uh, mom come to one of the programs. She's like, I know I should sing to my kids and I know I should do this because I know it helps, but I don't know any songs. I said, well, what have you been doing at home? I sing O oh, Canada over and over and over again. And I'm like, that's brilliant. <laughs> like, good, good job. And we, we can do. help you build up your repertoire. Right. So. Um, Just like little things sometimes just have that have those moments for parents and caregivers and it's just really important to have those supports so they know they can do it.
0: I love singing I grew up singing like I sing all the time anything I could be cooking I could be walking I could see something and I'll sing it and that was from my childhood. And I've tried to share with other adults that it doesn't matter how well you sing or if you know the words or not. And I'll sing songs in different languages and I'll try and sing like a Chinese song. And I know I'm not doing the right tones, but I'm like, I think I'm getting it. I think I'm getting better. And my friends are like, no, (laughs) but I'm making that attempt, right? It's that I'm showcasing and I'm modeling and I'm trying to form connections, not only with the adults as I'm interacting, learning their songs, but also with the children that we work with and that this should be a playful approach. And it doesn't matter if you sing great, if you don't know the words, guess what? We can learn the words.
2: I think one of the things that Kim said about this is really important, that it's also about these social emotional skills and a really great thing you can do for the children in your life is to model how to behave when you mess up. (laughs) And I think we all struggle with like, oh, what to do in this horrifying moment when you realize you've done something wrong. And thinking through it through that lens of like, okay, there are are children watching me. How do I want them to learn to behave when they've made a mistake? Is a really helpful way to think sort of through your own self when you're thinking about, oh, like, what do I do now that I've messed up this thing? Or I said the wrong thing, or I sung the words wrong. Um, You know, what do do I want a response to like? to to those situations to look like? And how do I model that for the children who are watching me so that they learn it's okay to mess up. You know, you get another chance or you can apologize and make things right. Or you can learn to laugh at yourself. These are really important things to to sort of make um, evident to people as early in life as possible.
0: Yeah, we are always role modeling. They're watching, they're listening, they're feeling
1: what we are presenting to them. I think one of the biggest benefits of family literacy is it's so flexible in how we approach it that you could introduce any topic in early learning and it will fit in with what we do. There's songs for that, there's books for that. So often our programs have um, maybe the theme is emotions and dealing with emotions is a big thing. That's a, that's a huge thing to learn. And so if you can read a book that shows different emotions and then have activities where they're talking about their emotions and songs for emotions, then that, that uh, kind of topic as a parent that can be very challenging. becomes less challenging because you have strategies. Then you can work into your day to help um, help help kids understand and be able to express that, and also yourself too. Sometimes as a parent, <laughs> the emotions are, are hard to control Absolutely. too. So you have to kind of um, these these strategies can also help you maybe you need to calm down maybe you're tired like whatever it is Um, if you have these tools in your in your toolbox you can use them right away and kind of um, help out with those situations right away yeah and I think um, you said talking about the daily piece is that's what we really work on because families are busy they don't need another thing to put on into their day and so where are the things that they can do during the day, ra- daily routine so um we talk about doing the laundry together you can talk about colors you can talk about sorting you can talk about matching um, you, whether or not they're helping you actually fold they're entertained while you have to do this daily chore right um, so like how do how can you work literacy into those everyday things and so it helps you with your routines and those opportunities are there to see that being modeled it being uh, done and it just becomes regular life because you don't need stuff on top of the regular life. It's a lot already. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No kidding, right? <laughs> so
0: what do you think parents can do to play a bigger role to foster literacy and learning for their children? What are some extra tools to put in that toolkit? What can we do to really advocate for this importance of early literacy and for adult literacy as well? What, are, what do you think some things are we can do for that?
2: One thing I know we, we talk about at ABC a lot is um, uh, particularly when your children reach the age where they're asking you a lot of questions. And I know Kim mentioned earlier that sometimes there's this fear that, like, I don't know enough to help. Um, being the person to say, you know, let's find out the answer together. Like, that's a really great phrase to have sort of in your toolbox so that when your kids, when you know, when they hit that why this, why that, you know, how does this work? And then they're constantly coming to you with these questions. Why, why, um, why, why. <laughs> yeah, that taking whatever they're interested in, whatever your kids are excited about, what they're passionate about and using that as a springboard for a learning activity. You know, it's like, they have a thousand questions for you about birds. Like, okay, like let's learn about birds together. And there's lots of ways you can go about that. You can go take a walk outside. You can look at the birds. You can go to the library, find a book about birds. You can go on YouTube and watch videos of bird calls. You know, there's all kinds of ways that you can approach that. Um, And it's one of these ways to sort of draw in, like it doesn't, learning doesn't have to feel like a chore because you're starting from that place of what your child is already excited about. And you've introduced it in a way that allows it to be in a learning experience for both of you, you know, not I'm the parent adult expert. And so I have to teach you everything that I know, but rather like, let's learn about this together. And that can be a really exciting experience for the child to realize that they're learning alongside their parent, that both of them are, are coming out of this with new experiences and new information.
1: And I think um, in our programming, uh, especially since we've gone online for COVID, um, one of the things we were really intentional about is that idea of you can extend it past the program. So what you've learned in the program, and the reason we have parents and kids together is so the parents are learning because they are the support once they leave the program. We can do a lot with them in a half hour, hour. But once they leave the program, if it's not talked about again for another week, then it's not practice and it's not going to become kind of part of their life. Um, So we've added extension activities and we've helped parents to understand like how they can use the internet or who they can talk to or whatever it is. And We've had many, the parents come back, they've gone down these rabbit holes of, we were looking at eggs, but then we decided we saw birds that we liked, and then we saw this, and they just go on and on and on on these paths. And so it becomes this, and they've had lots of fun, they've been keeping journals or drawing pictures or whatever it is. Um, So they've been really involved in that idea, like Elizabeth said, what's the kid's interest, and following that along, because we talk a lot about too, following the lead, following the lead of their children. And um, sometimes we don't slow down enough to do that. Um, And so for parents to hear that that's good and to take that moment and get, it's almost like giving permission. We almost have to give permission sometimes for them to slow down or to be silly or to be, to do these things. And uh, once they're there, they have so much fun with it and see how it can work in their day and help with um, any situation really, if they're kind of stuck for something, Um, it really helps them, helps them do that. And, and, Yeah, it's just, it's good tools to have. Yeah, and as
0: educators in Alberta, we call this whole process of what both of you are saying is we are as adults, the co-learners, the co-researchers and the co-imaginers of possibilities. Like we are co-constructing this whole playful approach to learning and wonder and curiosity together with the children. And when we take that when we slow down and just be present with our children, it's like, wow, look at all the possibilities. Look how rich of engagements and interactions we can have that really do impact child's development. It's amazing. We don't have to, you know, think all this complicated adult kind of approach. It's just be with the children and be responsive to their interests. I love it. So here's the big thing. Where can everyone go for some extra strategies, ideas, resources? Give us, you know, those little tidbits of websites or resources. What you got for us?
1: Um, So our website has a lot of resources for parents and for professionals. So we do a lot of training to build capacity across sectors um, to integrate literacy into their practices so it can go home in different ways. Um, So there's lots of resources on our website. We have an app called FLIT. Which has ideas to support literacy development um, for children zero to fives, zero to sixes. Um, and so there's lots of ideas that they can do at home with that. Um, and our programs, so we're full up right now for our spring programs, but come fall, we have lots of programs in the Edmonton area uh, running. And uh, people, again, our website has all our information on that. So fabulous. I like it. I'm going to have to check out. It's called
0: that app is called
1: Flick. Flit,
0: F L I T. Flit. I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. Absolutely. Okay. And Elizabeth, what do you got for us? Yeah. So thinking sort of across the age spectrum,
2: um, you could look at our sort of for all of our programs and other information at our main website. It's abclifeliteracy.ca. Um, if you're looking for stories and activities uh, for children in sort of five to eight um, age range, familyliteracyfirst.ca is a great resource for all kinds of downloadable stories, activities, Math lessons, all that kind of thing. Um, If you're thinking about older members of your family, um, youthteachingadults.ca um, is a great program that's aimed at sort of um, children who might be sort of uh, late middle school, high school, early college years age, um, which is really about inspiring them to take a leadership role and sort of take the digital knowledge that they have, because so often young people are great with technology and share that with other members of their families. So, you know, can you work you know, with a grandparent or an aunt or uncle on how to you know, work some of the things on their phone that they
0: probably struggle with, those kinds of things. So help there as well great and kim your website is famlit.ca correct yes. yeah. awesome well thank you so much kim and elizabeth for joining me and sharing your passion with everyone here i really do appreciate you taking the time and space to join me for one of our podcasts so don't forget everyone to check out their websites abclifeliteracy.ca and familylit.ca to learn more reach out to your communities reach out to these resources and i'm going to also check out that flit app i'm going to try that out and see what's on there for everyone thank you kim and Elizabeth. Thank you! Oh, thank you! Thank you! Thank you! This is just what I'm saying. Is thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's great to talk with you, Tina. Great to talk with you, Captain Ball. Well. Yes, thank you for having us, and it's good to see you, Elizabeth. So I'd love to hear back from everyone, and you know, hear how you are embracing the passion for literacy. Please follow me and like me on my Facebook page, Inspired Minds ECC. Share your thoughts, ideas. And your passion your inspirations this is all about connecting as a community to support each other and sharing that passion thanks so much everyone have a sunshine day we'll see you next time